This is Joel Duick with the Howell Creek Radio Address for Tuesday, September 30th, 2008. We play Kerry Paul because they're real hot stuff. We play the Mason's apron and the pinch of snuff. John Maroney's jig and the Donegal reel. Music made to put a spring in your heel. Hop and bop, diddly da, hop, bop, diddly da, 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 I wrote this uh, last night, Monday night, September 29th. I'm sitting in BSF, Bible Study Fellowship, during the lecture, not even trying to avoid noticing the contrast, the depressing contrast between last week and this. I spent last Wednesday through Sunday up in the Northwoods at the summit the Kavanaugh's put on for 80 of us singles from all across the country, most of whom had known each other from various connections in the past. Everything about the summit this time for me was perfect. The fall colors were at their peak, the location is gorgeous, the company bright, young, and disposed to wholesome merriment, and here I am tonight in the auditorium of Ridgewood, surrounded by battle-hardened, gunmetal, gray old men, middle-aged pack mules, sighing old hymns on the way to the next stop in the weekly routine. Is this real life? Is it true that last week was the summit, and after all said and done, we need to clench our teeth and settle for the grindery of this baggy-eyed company. Don't get me wrong, I'm 27 and no fair-skinned spring chicken myself. And I've called myself, even at times, only half in jest, an old-at-heart person. But not this kind of old. I won't stand for it. About the time at Summit, I do not have time to describe in daily detail. And I certainly didn't have time at the time to write it down. Purely a matter of priorities, you understand? We were most of us up till one or two or three o'clock every morning talking or playing games. For details, I will have to refer to you, um, to my pictures or to my cell phone number. Suffice to say, it was too perfect, even if the sermons ran on at times. I told myself when I was going to restart this podcast that I couldn't afford to do recaps or I would never get back off the ground, but it so happened that this summit was something you can't avoid an extended mention of, as you'll see if you flip through the pictures. So to say, it was very hard for me to say goodbye to the Friesens and the hundred other people from around the country that you don't know when you'll see them again. That's not very good English, is it? Paige and I drove home Sunday through Duluth, um, and Duluth was sort of fun. But we arrived back home in good old, same old Robbinsdale at the highly reasonable, unexciting hour of 8.30 p.m., just as Mark, Dave, and Grace returned from their separate weekend, Grandma's Cabin with Rob. Sleep-deprived as I was, I stayed up until 11.30 talking with Grace, and here I am. Once in a while I read something either interesting or enlightening or humorous, and um, I did so uh, almost as soon as I got back this week. Uh, this next bit is interesting and humorous, but not enlightening. Two out of three. There is a story I read, one of these um, ten most bungled robberies of all times type of stories, which is linked in the notes. And uh, in the story, which wasn't all that exciting in and of itself, a uh, comment was made about one of the robbers having been of Scottish descent. And um, 
this excited quite a bit of uh, commentary in the comments section underneath the actual article. Here's uh, one comment. There is something deeply wrong with the Scots. Is there a sadder, more pathetic, bitter, ignorant bunch of people in the world? So sad, really, from a nation who, who effectively invented uh, spelling, spelling, invented the Enlightenment. And then a response, and I quote, We rule, you fool. Gordon Brown is a Scot. Before you point out that Cameron will soon succeed him, I'll point out that he, too, is of Scottish descent. The royal family are Germans, descended from the Scottish house of Stuart. Tony Blair was a Scot, etc., etc. You Saxons simply can't handle the fact that northern Britons are made of superior stuff and always rise to the top. Pathetic and hilarious. Well, I think it's hilarious that some sort of racial enmity still exists among the peoples of the United Kingdom. What's exemplary here is that people of these particular ethnicities can rib each other in public about it without being shouted down as hate incarnate, though they do not escape the rather more bland charges of pettiness and um, juvenility, perhaps. When all races can freely tolerate a little ribbing and rivalry in good fun, or amongst the smaller-minded among us, we will really have gotten somewhere. All races.